It should have been Book It. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today we're GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. Let's get toxic. Primetime, Travi T. I just want to say that Kyle Kuzma is the GOAT because there is a KyleKuzma.com, but there's no MichaelJordan.com. Nope. <laughs> Damone, you better take care of him. I will. Bad guy, Kenny. <laughs> Hello there. And this week, we are continuing on with the first round of Book It Verse 3. And we are uh, doing D-Money's Toxic Championship Wrestling. I don't know. it's Toxic Championship Wrestling. TCW. If it's anything like the I think I put TPW as as the episode. Oh, well. Toilet Paper Wrestling. Toilet Paper Wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was Toxic Pro Wrestling. Toxic Championship Wrestling. Yeah, I put Toxic Pro Wrestling. So just the championship, not the wrestling, is toxic. Got it. Um, all right. Uh, if you don't know what the book adverse is, I recommend going back at least uh, three episodes and getting back on book it first three series. If not, you can go all the way back to book it first one where we didn't find our legs yet, and that's how Kenny won. Um, <laughs> speaking of Kenny, take that. Kenny. I was gonna Kenny. say, hey, I mean, that's how oh, it is, you know, that's, that's what winners do. You know, so, Kenny, uh, take that, take it off your hat. It is glaring so bad. Here, you know, we, all we do is win out here. That's all we do. And his uh, sticker on his hat is like shining into my eye. And I have the well, most doesn't matter. Tell oh, that too. I have the most oh, books. man. All right. So, Damone, let's go ahead and just get started. <laughs> I, got, I got all my quarters ready for you, Damone. Okay. Uh, this is Wednesday Night Reckoning live or on Amazon Prime. This is the very first episode of. So, Wednesday it's only Night on Reckoning. Amazon Prime? Ever. Ever. It's only on Amazon Prime. Yeah. You couldn't get that Twitch sponsorship? I might end up on Twitch eventually. Once we get once we get a Amazon does a Prime does reward you with Twitch subs. So yeah, there once we go. get a library, we'll start putting stuff on there, kind of like Impact does. So well, we'll get a um, library card, and then you can go go to one. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, so this is the first segment. Um, so it's about five minutes. So the show starts in what looks like an old factory. Uh, we see a pile of like old TVs like stacked on each other, like kind of like the bigger ones. Um, playing highlights of AWC, NSW, and CBW matches like Triple H versus versus Taz, Raven versus Black Pope in a crucifix match, <laughs> Daniel Bryan tearing through the cruiserweight division. Suddenly, the camera pans out to two figures, but you can't—you can only see their backs. Uh, one of them sitting in the chair, the others beside them. You can see that he's wearing like a black hoodie. Suddenly, all the TV chan- channels change to news footage reporting that CBW has gone bankrupt after Johnny Knoxville took control of CBW. <laughs> Several wrestlers have filed suits against the Jackass star because they haven't been paid. Next, it's cut to reports about NSW shutting down to losing to losing lo- due to losing all their sponsors after a failed trip to North Korea. Fans <laughs> <laughs> begin calling the promotion DSW double standard wrestling. DSW. DSW. is really taking other people's names and ideas and AWC. <laughs> AWC has also been bought out by Primetime Championship. 
PTC, PTC. Ain't nobody changed that shit, Travis. Shut up. The news broadcast stops when John Oliver asking, What's next for professional wrestling? The TV then begins to play all the high the highlights in the newscast like at the same time, but at like a three time of normal speed. You see the figure in the hoodie, then he grabs a gas can and begins to douse all the TVs in gasoline. And then you see him pull out a match and light it and throw it at the TVs. Uh, the, sorry, I skipped the part. So the, the figure in the chair nods and the other guy wearing the hoodie throws the match on the TVs, setting all the TVs ablaze. The man in the hoodie then turns around and begins to walk towards the camera. And we see... That it is David Arquette who yells into the camera, What's next for professional wrestling? Toxic championship wrestling. Then the camera pans back to the rubble as the theme song, Destroy Everything by Hate Breed, plays as it fades to the factory live oh, no. in Detroit, Michigan. It's in Detroit. You can't have shit oh, no. in Detroit. <laughs> it's, uh, look, look, the, bur- the building's burnt down like everything else in Detroit. Dad Rock, Troy. Well, hate Breeze is not really Dad Rock. I have three questions. I have three questions. One, how dare you? Are you? Are you? (laughs) No. Are you? Are you like a? You're you're based in Detroit, then I'm assuming, because you said the factories. I'm assuming like this, like the impact zone. Yeah, we're based in. So you're gonna you're gonna be having your TV shows from the same location. Yeah, TV shows will be from the same location, but pay per views will travel. Okay, I like that. Did you reveal who the guy in the seat was? I know you no. said the hoodied man. Okay, and then he's pulling a DPW. He's waiting till the end. There was a third. There was a third thing that I needed to ask, and I don't remember what the third question was. Continue. I'll, I'll try to think of it. Okay. Oh, how long was it? That was the third. Uh, third five question. minutes. Yeah, he said that about five minutes. Yeah. Okay. The moment starting hot, y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little I, fire. Let me, let me hear. Let me hear what you guys. What you guys got? I'm gonna start this. I'm not Travis. I'm not gonna hate if you uh, throw shots. So I'm gonna give you a five. John? Yeah, I, I'm pretty close to that. Uh, I like the references. They were all pretty funny. You got the crucifix match. You got the double standard wrestling. You were fucking insane. Like <laughs> roasting the entire last book at verse we did. Uh, and, and I like that you roasted yourself too. You didn't just take that time to shit on like Travis, me, and Kenny. Like you roasted yourself. So I, I respect that. David Arquette is not appealing. <laughs> Gotta say that. But I'm only gonna like take like a quarter for that. I'm gonna say four seventy five. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking. Okay, wait, wait. Just to go back to me for a quick second. I was thinking about taking points away for like for David Arquette, but like I said, I'm not gonna do that speci- like specifically just just because of the who the person is. I'm not gonna do that to you because it's just kind of musty though. You see, well, like see wrestling base. is dead, and then like the person responsible for saving it is the guy who is like the most infamous WCW booking mistake I mean, ever. Like I mean, it's like this is saving wrestling. Hold on, wait. I feel it, but basically, like the way I'm thinking of it, that's just the base model. So you do whatever you want to do with that person. I'm just judging the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, if I heard that like wrestling was dead and that David Arquette was gonna save it, I'd be like, oh <laughs> fuck me. I gave it a 475. Okay. Mike, I'd like to hear your, your thoughts because I'm I'm between two numbers and I kind of want to. I'm not nearly as high as them. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, 
I mean, but, I, I feel like the visuals would be kind of cool. But I, uh, I just, as of right now, I'm not feeling anything else. Um, I get the references. I don't care for the references. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm in the at, same universe as all of those companies, so. As am I. So that's why the references are. I'm not completely. Are you in 2023 like like John is? No, no, I'm not in 2023. But I'm in the same universe as like all those companies, and it's kind of explaining why TCW is created, and those companies are gone. Yeah, we'll say John. John is literally John Connor right now. He came back (laughs) 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 to warn us. is gonna stink. I don't believe NSW would have closed down. I'm giving you a three. I'm gonna give you my thoughts on this. I thought this was a fire segment. I thought this was a good start. I think you created intrigue. I think you did everything that that you should do. Um similar to Kenny did really well with his intro as well. Um and I actually think I think you did this a little bit better than him. And I was between a I was between a five and a four point seven five because I didn't like the David Arquette reveal. I feel like you're going down the same road as uh, CBW with Johnny Knoxville, but with David Arquette. Um, but with Mike being as harsh as he is, I'm gonna give you your five because I think he's gonna take away hey. the order. I was gonna take anyway. And Travis I'm gonna, five. Gang. I'm, I'm gonna tell you now. I'm not doing a like this guy versus this guy for control of the company. That's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Hey, like, Kenny. It's not happening. Hey, Kenny, me and Demoto. Me and Demoto are the only guys with Travis Fives now. <laughs> D-Money D- Dollars mean nothing now. Travis Fives are the only things that matter. <laughs> when you get that asshole to give you a five, you know you did good. <laughs> okay. So segment two. So this is about a minute or two. Um, excuse me. Matt Stryker welcomes the audience to TCW. I'm not doing a voice because I can't do voices. So <laughs> suck it. Um, I am joined tonight and every night by my old partner, Vampiro. And I'd like to also welcome Don West to the team. Well, are they both brand new to the team? So you're... <laughs> You're you're making like a Don West is brand new, but they're all brand new. He's new to working with them. He's never worked with those two. Vampiro says he's pumped to be here, and he's hearing there's a ton of action tonight. But after watching that opening, he knows he wants to know who the person in that chair with our cat was. Don West cuts in and yells that tonight will change the face of professional wrestling forever. And I just and I just heard the main event tonight is to determine the first ever death champion in TCW history in yeah. a barbed wire battle royal. Stryker says, settle down a little bit, Don. We're still a little while away from that. Well, let's get ready for the first match in TCW. The camera then cuts to the ring. Do you guys want to um, judge that or do you want yeah. me to do... It with combined with the match, I, I, I would combine it with the match for because nothing really. What did happened. we do for John? Yeah, nothing really happened. Did... That was just commentary talking. Y'all didn't rate okay. me whenever I had commentary okay. to advertise. That's why I wouldn't know. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, so we hear over the loudspeaker, ah, ah, I think I'm cute, I know I'm sexy, 
And then out comes Shawn Michaels with Sensational Sherry wearing trunks, um, white trunks with pink hearts. Trunks? Or not, or tights, or tights. sorry. Okay. Tights. I said, okay. I wrote I, 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 For some reason, I wrote, for some reason, I wrote both. No, you should have leaned into trunks. You should have you just went for it. Wearing white tights <laughs> with pink hearts. Okay. Uh, Sherry gets up and holds the ropes open for Sean. Who then gets in and does his like the Shawn Michaels flex? He crabs. With... <laughs> sure. What? Like a half crabs? Crab. That's crab core. Hell yeah! Crabs. Michaels king. Well, Shawn's while Sherry stands behind him. Next, we hear, "I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world." And out comes Dolph Ziggler wearing black tights with pink writing that says "Show Off." Uh, okay. Dolph walks to the ring, slides into the go. ring. And stands in his corner and stares at Sean. So wait, you got you got him in pants? Yes, he's in pants. Ooh. Glam metal Dolph, let's go. Uh, Dolph slides <laughs> Biker shorts Dolph is the best Dolph. <laughs> Dolph slides into the ring and stands in the Wait, 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 Damone. Describe Dolph Ziggler's hair in this instance. Uh, it would be not the, like, when he first in- got introduced, but, like, world champion. Like, when you won the world championship. That so he's kind of got like the biker shorts era hair with uh with yeah. the long tights. Yes. Nice yes. mix. Okay, I can okay. vibe with that. Straightened hair is better, but I'll take this. No, um, straightened hair is the worst. L plus ratio. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not straightened. Super long hair is the worst, and then after that is straightened hair. But the best what what you just described one is the best when he's got like the the slightly longer slick back. Yeah, with the curls. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the. That's, the That's not my right favorite, there. but I'll take it. It's, it's the top five. So the ring announcer, Ricardo Rodriguez, announces both men and that the winner of this contest will be the first entrant into the Feast or Fired match at Judgment Day. Um, <laughs> the, the rules for normal Summer matches are put, up, are put on the screen, being it's the first time and we we're having a match. So you can win by pinfall, submission, DQ, and countout. Um, there is a uh, 20 second count out rule in TCW, and DQs are at referee's discretion. Uh, Dolph takes the center, the bell rings. Dolph takes the center of the ring, and he reaches out his hand to shake Sean Michaels or HBK's hand. Sean smirks, and then he spits his gum in Dolph's face. Dolph turns his turns his cheek like as this it hits him, smirks, and then the two start exchanging punch, exchanging punches. So I'm not going bell to bell. I'm just going to give you the major spots. So Dolph Irish whips HBK and hits a perfect missile drop kick as Sean gets back up, but then immediately falls back down. Um, HBK gets Dolph into the corner and hits a stinger splash. Uh, Dolph comes out of the corner as Sean springboards off the top into a cro- a diving crossbody. Uh, HBK goes for a belly to back suplex, but Dolph counters and lands on his feet. Dolph goes for the zigzag, but HBK is able to grab the rope. HBK goes for a super kick, but Dolph ducks under and slides out of the ring. Both signal that they were this close to ending it. Um, Sean goes for a running crossbody. Dolph sidesteps it, then throws his own or throws him over the top rope to the floor. Then runs and hits a, a cross or a corkscrew plancha, plancha to the outside. Gets up and gets the crowd hyped. HBK counters an Irish whip by Dolph and sends him into the steel steps causing him to hit his knee and grab his knee. Uh, Stryker reminds the audience that in TCW, there is the 20 count. 
Um, HBK locks in a steel post figure four lock, but has to break it at the count of four so he doesn't get DQ'd. Um, HBK drapes Dolph's knee on the middle rope and comes down on it as Dolph screams out in agony. HBK locks in a sharpshooter, but Dolph manages to drag himself to the bottom rope. Dolph manages to push HBK out, HBK out of the ring with his feet when Sean tries to lock the sharpshooter back in. Dolph is hobbled on the outside, but manages to drive Sean back first into the guardrail. Dolph hits a diving elbow from the apron on Sean on the outside. Um, Dolph does get distracted by Sherry when Sean uses her as a human shield. And then Dolph breaks the eyes and then chop blocks him um, and slides back into the ring to break the count. Or, like, not chop block, but, like, takes out his knee. Um, Sean puts Wait, Dolph say, on... Sorry, uh, who, who rakes the eyes? Sean rakes Dolph's eyes. Okay. Sean puts Dolph on the announce table and climbs to the apron and hits a moonsault through the announce table. Sean is back in the ring at the count of seven. Dolph barely makes it in at uh, 18. HBK immediately hits the teardrop suplex, followed by a uh, diving elbow drop, and kips up and signals it's over. Sean gets up and turns up the, tunes up the band and hits sweet chin music, but doesn't hook the leg. Dolph kicks out right before three. Sean and Sherry like lose it. They can't believe he kicked out. Sean signals he's going to hit it again, but this time Dolph counters and hits a zigzag. Uh, but the Sherry distracts the ref so that he doesn't see the pin in time. Um, but the crowd does the one, two, three count. Um, so the but the ref doesn't see it in time. Dolph counters a clothesline attempt and locks in the sleeper. Sean runs the turnbuckle and rolls into the pin, but Dolph kicks out, breaking the sleeper. Um, Dolph hits the heart stopper elbow uh, elbows, picks up Sean, Irish whips him, and hits the spinning uh, spines buster. Then kips up, slaps his knee because um, his remember his his knee's not one hundred percent, and goes to the corner and tunes up the band. Dolph goes for the super kick, but Sean ducks and hits a zigzag of his own and goes for the pin. Dolph kicks out at the very last moment. Both men are exhausted. They exchange punches as they work their way up. They both bounce off the rope and they do they clothesline each other at the same time. Um, so this is this is the finish. So Dolph goes for a German suplex, but due to the knee, he can't get the pop. So HBK lands on his feet. HBK hits a DDT, but Dolph kicks out. HBK is frustrated and backs the referee into the corner, thinking it should have been one, two, three. As he turns around, Dolph hits him with a super kick. HBK bounces off the rope. And Dolph follows it up with a zigzag for the one, two, three. After the match, Dolph tries to help Sean to his feet. Sean looks at Sherry, who's in the ring. Sherry nods, and HBK lets Dolph help him up. Sean reluctantly raises Dolph's hand, the hand and then makes his way out of the ring and down the ramp as we watch Dolph celebrate. And that's okay, the end of the match. And that is... <laughs> About th- including the earlier segments, about thirty-five minutes. Oof! Um, came to play, motherfuckers. Let me chew on that a little bit. Uh, uh, I'm in a. I've got a range. Let me just kind of fine tune it. I do too. All right, that was good. <laughs> good, good, Kenny. 
Um, I gave you a 4.25, and I just thought the ending was a little clunky. That's where I was just like, that's my only really critique on the match. I thought the actual match was good. And I also think there was like it was the wrong winner as well. But oh. other than that, like it wasn't nothing crazy. Like I didn't think it was like nothing bad really like that. That was just, like my only nitpick. So that's why I gave you a four point two five. Other than that, I thought it was, it was far. I'm gonna go now because first of all, I gotta say that Kenny's over here advocating for the status quo, and I'm not gonna tolerate that. Um, <laughs> it's because your boyfriend <laughs> was in the match. Just like. No, I think Shawn Michaels needs more wins. He didn't have enough of a career yet. Uh, so uh, I'm going to – I do agree with Kenny in the sense that the ending was a little bit clunky. Um, like there was just kind of a lot going back and forth. Um, but I will – I also I will say I like some of your rules. I like the 20 count. And the ref discretion is weird, but – it does create some story devices, but then you also have to assume that the refs aren't crooked and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just a lot up to the imagination with the disqualification rule. Because, like, you know, Sean could have gotten counted out at five, but the ref also could have said, nah, fuck it. You could hold him in that hold for fucking 10 minutes after a rope break if oh, you want to. Almost all rules, all sports like, and everything have a ref's yeah, discretion. And, like, the yeah, the DQ is the ref's discretion. The ref mm-hmm. could DQ you for, like, a lot of things that people do, like an eye rake, you technically could get DQ'd for. I mean, yeah. Seth Rollins got DQ'd this punch. Seth Rollins yeah. got DQ'd for fucking hitting the fiend with a chair in a no DQ match. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So I I wasn't gonna take off of that. I was just say that it's an interesting story device. Uh, I'm gonna give this a. You know what, King, you deserve a five. Thank you, sir. Get that Dolph winning stipend. Uh, uh, I still want to see where you go with this because you know I know I know that this is the first show and the builds have yet to be crafted, but I want to see where you go from here, especially with Shawn Michaels having somewhat of a bit of a face turn. I also like to use face Dolph. Uh, that's a dub. Face Mike, Dolph, you have a number. Four and a quarter. Okay, I'll take it. Honestly, as I said, Damone came to play. I disagree with Kenny. I think the right person won. I think the finish was good. I like that Sean ends up ducking a super kick and hitting his own zigzag. I like yeah, that, that was fun. Dolph won with the super kick, followed by a zigzag. I liked all like you made the zigzag work. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give you your five, Damone. Thank Damn, you. two Travis Fives in a row. Devo's just going to walk away with this whole shit. Just wrap it now. <laughs> uh, no, I, there's some shit. I'm pretty sure he's not going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> <What's> the, <laughs> he just started really strong to, to counteract the, the point <laughs> he's getting in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that everybody? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then this is going to be – we cut to a vignette. So we need we see Finn Balor like with his like normal like fit the like leather coat and whatever sitting in a chair alone with a single light bulb swinging back and forth. You said this is Finn Balor. Yeah, this is Finn Balor. Let me ask you all a question: Have you ever held something in, pushed something inside you down to protect others? Yeah, my Whether shit. it was anger, 
<laughs> my fault, my fault. <laughs> Whether it was anger, jealousy, pain, because that's what I've been doing for years. You see, I've kept the demon at bay, only letting him out in the most desperate situations. I've struggled and struggled and fought him off for years. Oh. Fault. Don't make fun of how I talk. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to let you have it. No, I got to how I talk all last time, so we we going in on you. <laughs> I was going to let you have it. I stuttered my first show, so yeah. <laughs> He's tried to consume me, but I've held him down. You can consume Held my him ass. back for all of you. You see, I was afraid what would happen if I let him take over, take control. But what has that gotten me? Nothing but heartbreak. It's only hurt my career. I've lost matches I had no business losing. And then it cuts to like still photos of him versus Roman, like with the power up and like the rope thing. I lost championships. I should have kept forever. And then it cuts to him with like the sling giving up the universal championship and then him losing like the NXT title. Because I was too worried about protecting everyone else. But that ends now. The demon is now free. The demon is now unleashed to do whatever he sees fit so be warned you may ask what's different now Finn well instead of not being able to control what the demon does I won't control what he does may God have mercy on your souls then the lights cut out and we just see the demon's glowing eyes through the darkness and that's about uh, three minutes. I have a question. I have one question. Is there music playing in the background while he's doing all this? Uh, yeah, it would be like... It's Blink-182. It's like, no, fuck all these it bullies. Would be, it would be like kind of like a, like a dark classical like organ. music. Like organ? Yeah, like organ, evil Ooh, organ I like that. Music. That made it better for me. Hey, motherfuckers. The Mo came to play. Also, John, just to, just to point out something... That this he just did what you were missing the entire time with your promos. It felt like a performance. Yours felt like you were reading a book to me in monotone. So Which you're I saying like this? So you're saying it's how you present the promo, not the promo itself. I mean, always well, yeah, part, that is part of the, the promo, though. Man, fuck. You're, you're, asking, you're asking a lot of me, man. Um, <laughs> I can't fucking ask. CM Punk did a pipe bomb and literally was monotone. <laughs> I'm not the wrestler, motherfucker. I'm just the narrator. Like, you are in my, in my mind. You are. You have to be. Russo you is going to Hogan. You got to sell the product to us. Damn, if you are foaming out the mouth at the end of your promo, I don't, I don't, believe, it. I don't believe it. Well, you see, every time I do an impression, it goes into like a comedy routine from somebody. So... <laughs> Well, that's because not only are you saying wild stuff, you say it weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm ready, I'm ready to, to rate. I don't think anybody's ever gotten this before, but it's going to be another five for me. 
I don't know. <laughs> Damone is book it boy of the year all over again to strip Kenny now. <laughs> I'm like over here smoking, grinning ear to ear because this is Damone's making the perfect show so far. Travis's face confused me during that because I thought Travis was like making his I'm about to roast you face. But he was no, so, like I, it's I, usually I, his happy I'm, I'm about to roast you face. I've never <laughs> seen him talking about anything else. Like this is the first time I've seen him actually happy with the product, not just being ready me to too. fucking grow some money. <laughs> I am so confused right now. <laughs> Zabo, that was anime as fuck. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say. That was like some fucking like nine tail fox or some fucking like Super Saiyan 3 like, like pre promos. <laughs> uh, uh, you're, you're, he started you're talking doing... we saw we saw the swing, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're doing you're doing me better than I'm doing me. So uh I, I'm not gonna quite give you a full five. It was this is a four point five for me. It's not perfect, okay. but it's very good. Okay, I'll take it. It's I don't insanely know what good done to make this better. I don't know. It was something. I yeah, can't tell you what. Awesome. It wasn't perfect, but it was fantastic. It was really, <laughs> the only really thing good. That I think could possibly be missing, and it's not enough for me too, because you kind of hinted at this. Is I thought at the end you, it was gonna like flash. And he's going to be the demon now, but you did the eyes thing, so it's pretty much the same thing. That's that's literally the only thing I can think of. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't see any problems with it, so I gave you a five as well. Damn, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think there should be music playing behind him. I think that's dumb. Ah, I think it's ominous. Music. music. Um, because no, the music just makes it sound. It just makes it st- stupid. Uh, I'm going with. I'm going with a four and a quarter. Just imagine Mike's, he's doing Mike's that. Mike's on this Travis today. <laughs> he no, is. No. Mike is being a dick. No, he, he's not <laughs> Travis, though. Travis ain't ever going to roast you that hard and give you a four and a quarter. <laughs> Travis true, is going to so if, if this were Travis and I, he hated the music, Travis would be like, yeah, the music just killed it for me. This is fucking awful. You I get think, a quarter. <laughs> that's why I asked the music plan because I feel like, like the music would have made it just a little bit. Just a little I agree. Bit. Just I imagine like, no, the whole thing doing that. That makes it corny. It doesn't no, make it like, ominous. The music's getting a little bit louder in the background. Nah. He's like, okay. Let me tell you another thing. That's Mike is like professor who would ro- fucking roast me in the comments, <laughs> then give me a good grade. Like, <laughs> like I had an essay once I wrote where it's like your word choice was generally poor, and he gave me an eighty-five. That's Mike. Like, I had music playing when Sting and Cena was going at it. Y'all would have got more points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have a question for Damone. Yeah. How did you get? How did you get access to all of this content library? Like you, how, how did you get these things? My owners got <laughs> deep pockets. Okay. It was under the same. <laughs> literally D money. Like, deep, don't ask questions. Pockets. I'm not the owner. I'm not the owner, but the person who owns it has very deep pockets. Hey, hey, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, okay, so we're in. Don't. To, so we brought broke. in Donald Trump. No, I didn't bring in Donald he Trump. He brought in Donald Trump. Trump. I think He's someone trying to run off Donald the Trump, Trump train. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not Donald Trump. Uh, Can you take Donald Trump? I think he might have. Uh, who? You. you. Did you no, take I, got Ted, I got Ted DiBiase Jr. It's the same oh, as yeah. I think. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the announced team. Uh, Vampiro says, now that's a scary idea. The demon has completely consumed Finn, it appears, and he's going to take it out on the TCW roster. Uh, Weston Stryker agree. Stryker then talks about how before that, we watched the match of the year contender. 
Don West says, that is the match of the year, and we're only one match in. Wow. Matt says, I hate, I hate Don West. I love Don West. <laughs> Matt says that, that was next insane! <laughs> Matt says that up next, we have a tag team, or tag title coronation. Um, it then cuts uh, to a video package showing how the fallen messiahs got together. Um, it cuts to a video package voiced by Barry Scott. For those who don't know, he's the Impact voice or Impact. He did the Impact promo like voiceover stuff. Um, so it's Why showing him? what? Why did you pick him? He's a goat. I was going to say, doesn't he have a deep ass voice too? Yeah, he's a deep, super yeah. deep voice. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. That shit was good. Uh, <laughs> so it shows Seth Rollins after leaving NSW in its final days. He goes to Evolve. Um, and Evolve, Seth starts, he started off hot, and then suddenly he went on the losing streak. He's then approached by the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Daniels told, tells him, Seth, you've lost your way. That's the reason you're losing. You've lost the vision that made you the architect of the shield, the Monday Night Messiah. But I can help you get it back. Seth says, I'm listening. And then we see the two go into Daniels' locker room and close the door. Um, later that night on Saturday Night Sin, Seth and Ciampa attack, or not Ciampa, I don't know why I wrote Ciampa there. Seth and Daniels attack Eugene. Attack so we're seeing, and we're Eugene. Those, right? Or, or is, this, is this the call? Yeah, we're seeing all this. It, we're seeing okay. all this on, like, it's like a video package. Okay. Um, so uh, Seth and Daniels, they attack, you, attack and injure Eugene. Uh, they declare that they are the fallen messiahs and that they will cleanse and save the tag division. They go into tear and eventually win the Evolve Tag Team Championships. However, due to the dissolution of Evolve, after it declares bankruptcy, after spending too much money on its music budget, the fallen messiahs make their way to toxic championship wrestling. So we see David Arquette in the ring. And so it cuts out of the package. We see David Arquette in the ring, and he's standing next to a table that has the TCW tag team titles on them. It's the TNA tag belt design, by the way. Uh, this is David Arquette. I'm sure a lot of you would never expect to see me in a wrestling ring again. You know, I know a lot of you blame me for the fall of WCW, but you should really be blaming yourselves but don't worry i have forgiven you and as your general manager i have been put in charge of giving you the best show this industry has to offer you see my boss demands it and before any of you people ask who is your boss my boss is on a need to know basis <laughs> i know and you don't need to because he's decided to keep a low profile. You see, he's not going to be like some of these other owners, naming companies after themselves in matches, not doing any of that. But let's move on to the business at hand. You see, it is my distinct honor that as my first act as general manager of TCW to present the first ever tag team championships in this company's history to the best tag team in the world. Seth Rollins and Christopher Daniels, the fallen messiahs. Um, out comes Seth in a black fur coat, wearing red and black tights. 
uh, while Daniels is wearing red and black shorts and a red and black robe. Um, they they come out and uh, they come out wearing the Evolve Tag Team Championships. Um, so this is Dave. Uh, it's going to be a back and forth between the three. So I'll tell you when it's who he who it is. So David says to says Seth Christopher, on behalf of TCW management, we are thrilled that you have chosen to sign here. You two are the best tag team in the world, and with you as the cornerstones of our tag team division, we will be the premier company for tag team wrestling. Seth then says, we're thrilled to be here. Now that that pissant third-rate company evolved is closed, we need a new home, a new place to dominate, and I can't think of a better place. Christopher Daniels then says, when we got the call from our agent about the very generous offer that you and your boss extended to us. It was a no-brainer. We cleansed the tag team division and Evolve, and we're looking forward. And I'm sorry, and looking at the back, at who's in the back, I don't see anything happening different here. And like you, and like you said, with the fallen messiahs at this hel- at the helm, this division will thrive. Seth then says, of course, we are and will stay at the tippy top for a very, very long time, and there's no, nothing anybody can do about it. David then says, I agree, which is why it is with great honor I present to you the TCW Tag Team Championship titles. He then goes to hand the titles to them when we hear what sounds like machine guns, and then I can't do the song, but and out walk Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, the oh, Motor nigga. City Machine Gun. <laughs> throughout the Alex, this Alex comes out and says, "Throughout this whole circle, jerk, I've heard a lot of adjectives <laughs> thrown around like greatest and best." But how do you know you're the best? How do they know they're the best, Chris, if they haven't faced the best? Yep, Saban then says, we don't, Alex. We absolutely don't. So I suppose, why don't you two prove it and put both of those beautiful titles on the line tonight? Beautiful. Wait, they have the option to just put one of them on the line? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, how dare you? Or Seth says, how dare you interrupt our moment, our championships celebration. Do you even work here? Security, come get these clowns. <laughs> David then says, they do actually work here, I, but I brought them in to add some depth to the division. Saban then says, yup. So, Messiahs, what do you say? Give these fans Motor City Machine Guns versus Fallen Messiahs tonight. Daniel says, we go way, way back, and I know how good you two are. But me and Seth, we are operating on a total different level right now, and you can't be- that you can't begin to imagine. But if you want to get absolutely embarrassed, that's fine by us. Seth then jumps in and says, "Just not tonight." Yeah. <laughs> and this is like yeah. Seth Rollins cackle. Um, Motor City Machine Guns then say, well, if you want to give us the match, we'll just make you give us a fight. Throw the mics out and they rush the ring. The two teams start the brawl with Motor City and Machine Guns eventually getting the upper hand 
Um, they so they get into the ring. They uh, start throwing hands. They brawl. Um, they eventually throw Seth and Daniels out of the ring. They grab the tag team titles and they look at them, hold them, as the camera pans away. Mm. Um, and that segment is about ten minutes. I think I'll go first. <clears throat> so, uh, I actually think this is the first mid thing you've done tonight. I agree. Uh, like you've had a lot of greatness, and this is this isn't bad, but it's mid. And here's why it's mid. Uh, because first of all, I like you're starting a new company, and I get you got to have some heel shit going. Uh, but I don't love that they're being handed the titles, especially when it's a made-up team. Like, what I would understand is, like, giving an established team belts and then having a made-up team come and go for them. But I feel like the reverse is kind of a weird dynamic because it's, like, it's Seth and Daniels that have more to prove than the Motor City Machine Guns do. Uh, well, in this universe, they are already established, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, how long have they been a team? Like, how long did they go? Go did they go to evolve and do all this shit? It would have been about eight months. That's still relatively months. new for a tag team compared to like your Usos, New Days, Hardys, Motor City Machine Guns, and all those types. Um, and uh, I also... Uh, I, I think that's my biggest problem with it. Um, I'm going to give this a 3.5. Nothing about it was spectacular, but that kind of irked me. So kind of mid. All right, I'll go next. with that. I'll go next. Um, I I agree with John on that point, and I also there was a couple points in the promos that were definitely hit or miss. Like some of them were good, some of them were really bad. So it was just it just is what it is. So like I said, so my score kind of fluctuated. It just kept going back and forth. Okay. Um, but the actual matchup that's far. Seth Rollins and Christopher Daniels versus the Motor City Machine Guns. That that's far, and I do like the do like the name Fallen Massage too as well. So I agree with John with the 3.5. So that's where okay. I'm at. Um, I agree with what they've said so far. I think they're being a little generous. Um, Here's the Travis we know. Here's the Travis we know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is the definition of mid. There was a lot of – there were some lines. Like the Motor City Machine Guns promo was kind of – meh. I didn't like that. It was kind of corny. Um, their lines just, it felt like the same problem I had with John's promos where it was like very boring and cornballish. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's as mid as mid gets to me. So I'm going to give you a 2.5. Okay. That's, that's below mid. You said 2.5? Five, five by two is a 2.5. Uh, oh, I figured it's just, uh, oh yeah, I was thinking on a one to five scale. Never mind. Yeah. So 2.5, yep. Mike? I'm at four and a half. Hey! It's the reverse of what happened the first couple <laughs> matches. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it's chaos, and I love it. Um, it's toxic. It's, yeah, it's toxic. Um, Do you have a reason why? He never does. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, what was the score? I didn't hear the score. 4.5. Four and a half. I liked it. I liked the matchup. I liked the idea. I don't like that you're pulling in Evolve and all these other places for basically for your setup. I think that's dumb. Uh, <laughs> so that's why it's not a five. Okay, that's fine. They're in the same universe, so you're going to have to deal with it. 
I was gonna say I did the same thing. I, Bonga, right. <laughs> right, I have a multiverse. Yeah, I'm building a multiverse. Uh so we're gonna so it cuts to another um so you build a multiverse. <laughs> yeah, I'm building a multiverse. We're gonna a, toxic verse, a, a toxic verse, a toxic verse, if you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh it cuts to another like vignette. So uh we see a bunch of people in the gym working out, lifting rate weights, running on the treadmill. The camera then works its way to the middle of the gym, and we see a group of women gathered around someone. We then see Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner bench pressing <laughs> 500 pounds with ease um, as a group of uh, 500 pounds with ease. Scott stops lifting, and one of the women wipes his chest and then kisses him on the cheek. Scott gets up, flexes, kisses his bicep. Uh, might as well do it. Kisses the bicep as as the women ooh and ah. Uh, Scott uh, says, "How are you? How are you doing over there, PD?" We see little, little PD Pump doing bicep curls as a girl hands him a drink. PD smiles and says, "Killing it." PD then looks over wow. to another section of the gym and says, "How about you?" We see Jordan Grace watching this beefy looking guy struggle to try and deadlift three hundred and twenty five. Jordan shakes shakes her head and and says, let me show you how it's done. And then lifts the weight with ease and then drops it to the ground. We didn't see the three come together. Scott says, this is Team Pump. The three strongest people in this industry. and And we're coming to bitch slap everybody. And throw anybody around who gets in our way. PD then PD says, "Me and Jordan will become the first intergender tag team champions, and Big Papa Pump is going to become the TCW World Champion and prove that might makes right." Jordan says, "The math is simple. You versus Team Pump means we walk away with the one, two, three. Scott says, "Team Pump has got your hookup. Holla." If you hear us, <laughs> then it come, cuts to a, a like a picture of their symbol, and it says like Team Pump, and it says Team Pump debuts next week. <laughs> what song and is playing when that when that? It's it's just like <laughs> j- you which part like during the when when it says Team Pump debuts. Oh, it's the um, Scott Steiner like siren music <laughs> like entrance. Say <laughs> woo. <laughs> and that's it. It's about two minutes. Oh, man. I ain't gonna lie, y'all marked out. Um, let, me, let, me get let me get myself together. Okay, but, but there, there is, uh, there, there is something I gotta take. I, I, had to, I had to drop you down some. I had to, I had to drop you down some now. As much as I loved it, I loved it five. <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah, I also yeah. loved it five. <laughs> There's nothing. I didn't do it. He didn't do anything wrong. I just, wrong. I just didn't. He like did one thing wrong, but I'm not gonna drop. It's time to start fucking up like, now. Like, you gotta start like doing that shit. I didn't like the end of the promo. I, I didn't like the end. I feel like you should just have them lift their weights, and then I forget what you said in the very beginning of the, the promo. I think you just should have just cut it off there, but it kept going, and that's what it was like. Ah. No, I thought that Jordan Grace's bar was heat. There was somebody missing. That's what I almost took took a quarter off for. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. He's he debuts later with them. <laughs> no spoilers though. Uh, I'll give it a four point seven five because okay. I didn't I didn't like the end of the promo. But I'm also, other than that, I loved I loved it though. I was like ah, and I was like damn it. I was like fucked up. I'm <laughs> at a four four point seven five as well. 
God oh, damn. Damone's killing it. Bro, I go. I marked the fuck out, bro. I threw okay. my hat off. And Man, shit. we got to start doing this shit last minute. Kenny, we fucked up doing this like a month or so in advance. <laughs> like, because Damone did this like probably two nights ago and is whooping our ass. I finished on Sunday. Yeah, he's whooping our ass doing this last minute. We got to change. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the arena and Ricardo is in the ring and he announces the following contest is to decide who will be the second participant in the Feaster Fired match at Judgment Day. We then hear Jimmy Wang Yang's theme song, and out comes Jimmy Wang Yang wearing a white yes. beater, a white wife beater, cowboy boots, and jeans. Uh, next, we hear Soft is a Sin, and out comes Enzo Amore wearing a black fur coat with Gucci custom pants. Uh, Enzo, as he stretched to the ring, says, My name is Enzo Amore, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that and i just and i dropped a seven foot loser just like i'm about to drop this rent a cowboy mm. jimmy you look like a trailer park trailer park starter kit how you doing mm. how you doing you, you're just missing any of the of these the only thing you're missing is one of these fan sisters but they're probably too busy making a pass at her themselves mm. I'm going to show Jimmy the child why they call Enzo Amore the realest guy in the room. Bada boom. How you doing? And then he does the like Enzo, like Dan strut thing he does. Uh, Ricardo introduce, introduces both men. Uh, the bell rings and Jimmy comes. Also, precur- I'm this precursor. I remember we're judging the match I wrote, not Enzo's previous matches. <laughs> just okay make it realistic crazy. motherfucker right. don't be yeah I'm not even be crazy. <laughs> uh the belt raises jimmy comes after enzo hard who backs his way into in between the ropes so that the ref has to get between them as enzo yells for him to get back the two lock up and wang backs enzo back into the corner um excuse me comes and the ref gets between them again and enzo pokes wang in the eye uh, so these are the, the spots. I'm not going bell for bell. So, <laughs> he poked so, the wing in the eye. <laughs> he poked the wing in the eye, yes. Um, en- Enzo hits a realist combination, then a baseball punch, uh, followed with Enzo mocking Jimmy. Um, Enzo Irish whips Jimmy into the corner and hits a running elbow, throws Jimmy to the ground, then climbs to the top rope and hits a moonsault, followed by a pin attempt. Wang kicks out at two. Um, Enzo tries to Irish whip Jimmy, but Jimmy counters and Irish whips Enzo and hits a running, uh, spinning heel or wheel kick when Enzo comes out of the corner. Uh, Wang locks in a hanging figure for a neck lock and breaks the count at two. So that's like when you're like in the ropes. So he has to break the count at, uh, breaks the count at four. Sorry. Um, Enzo moves out of the way at the last second when Enzo goes for a springboard moonsault. It hits a fisherman swinging neck breaker and goes for the pin. Jimmy kicks out at two. Enzo comes, or sorry, Enzo continues to work the neck of Jimmy, setting up for mob ties. Enzo what goes is, to the. Ties? It's his new finisher. Okay. Uh, Enzo goes to the top rope, when, mm-hmm. but Wang sets, Wang gets up and trades shots with him. Enzo is able to push him down, but Wang 
springs back up and hits the iconoclasm and goes for the pin. Enzo barely kicks out at two. Jimmy goes for a cowboy cutter, but man, but Enzo manages to counter it and tries to throw, throw Jimmy overhead, but he lands on his feet. Both men run and go for running cross bodies, and they crash midair. Uh, both men work their way to their feet and trade elbows and punches with Enzo getting the upper hand and going for another realist combination. When But Jimmy drops and sweeps Enzo's legs. Enzo face plants as Jimmy bounces off the rope and hits a running drop kick as Enzo works his way back up. Jimmy then begins to position Enzo for a yang time with Enzo. And this is pretty much the finish we're at now. Um, Jimmy then begins to position en- Enzo for a yang time when Enzo... But Enzo moves at the last second and pushes Wang, who hits and knocks down the referee, who also falls out of the ring. So he knocks the referee down, the ref falls out. Enzo realizes this, and he begins to signal for someone. Uh, We see two men wearing suits and ski masks make their way to the ring. Jimmy tries to knock them off the apron, but Enzo clotheslines Jimmy in the back. One of the men then hands Enzo a garrote, and Enzo proceeds to choke Jimmy unconscious, as the two men watch. Enzo throws the weapon back to one of the men, and he yells at them to wake up the referee. They pick up the referee and slide him into the ring, but and he counts one, two, but Yang just manages to kick out. Enzo and the men are shocked. Enzo's pissed. Enzo then stomps Wang's head while holding his arm and then locks in mob ties, which is a version of, which is pretty much the Rings of Saturn. Jimmy is refusing to tap, but then begins to fade. The ref picks up the arm. One, two, three, and the arm comes down for a third time. The winner of the match and entering the Feaster Fired match is Enzo Amore. That's it. That's, that's the end of the match. Yes. There's no reveal. What the what the There is a there is a there is a post match thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, mob ties is a uh, rings of Saturn. Are you are you wanting us to grade the match separately than the end of? I can combine the two if you learn want. from my mistake, Damone. Okay, I'll I'll combine them. So post match, the other two men enter the ring and stand with Enzo. Enzo says, "I'd like to formally introduce the world to my two captains. First, this man is a full blooded Italian and one tough motherfucker." Nunzio, who takes off his mask yes. and, and then laughs. And this one, this one I'm most proud of. This guy is a hero in the Italian community. The Italian strongman, Bruno San Martino. I was really hoping it was going to be Mike the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno then rips off his mask and like stands there like menacingly. This right here are three of the toughest men the motherland has ever produced. First, I am going to win one of the briefcases at Feast or Fire and cash in and become a champion. Nothing and nobody will stop Il Codice. Enzo signals to Bruno, who picks up Yang by the hair and locks in a bear hug, ragdolling Yang, and then throws him to the ground as Enzo struts. Il Codice then leaves Yang laying in the ring, receiving medical attention. That name is Heat. What does that mean? What does that mean? The, co- the code. Okay. The most word for me. 
It sounds so, cool in Italian. I changed it at the other. I changed it because the one I had, I don't think I could repeatedly pronounce. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say um, the reason why I asked what that move was because I, when you were explaining the match, I, I got to know what I'm Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you were right. like, you know, here soon. I'm like, I don't know what that is. What am I supposed sorry, to Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's the rings of Saturn. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it was a Death Valley driver or what, what I was looking no, at. I knew, I knew what it was, but there was two variations of it that he told me about, and I couldn't remember which one he went with, so I was like. Okay. So. Um, I, 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 I got some thoughts. I don't have a number. Uh, I got a so, number. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so it was it was cool. Um, I see what you're doing. You're introducing these uh, characters. I'm not really a fan of the the mask thing, like the mask men angle. It like it's. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like it's it's a lot of mystery in your show. Like you already got a, a, a silhouette of a man from the beginning of the show, and now you got a mask. They got two masked men. Oh, so, they're unmasked now. Yeah, I know that. But I'm just saying. I'm just like. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the mask either, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I almost dropped it, but. No, but it's, it's, it's I don't know. Uh, so I didn't think you too hard for that portion of it. But um, overall match and everything, like with everything included in there, uh, ending as well, I'm going with the solid 3.75. Okay. So I got to grade you on what we got, not what I think you're going to give us in the future. Yeah. As I always do. I, I see a lot of promise in this angle. Yeah. I was I'm gonna be honest with you because I didn't know who you were putting in the in the, oh, by, the here. by the way, it's about 17 minutes for the I've combined for the post match okay. and the match. <clears throat> okay. That's a little longer so, than it was actually. I don't I don't you guys talked about in Book of Verse One with me about the um like how underwhelming it was when Austin Theory took off the mask. And that's the same thought I had when Nunzio took off the fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> for Nunzio like a million times harder than I am for Austin Theory. That's because you're a hater, John. No, it's no Austin Theory has a much higher ceiling than Nunzio. Ever. No, Nunzio's fucking lit at ECW. We're not hating on Nunzio. <laughs> <laughs> we will not slander this man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, did. Yeah, I was like, you would have gotten a stipend if it were little Guido. That's all I'm gonna say. That could, he could still be, he could be little Guido Nunzio. Like, little Guido could just be a nickname. No, it's different, though. I feel like little Guido is kind of offensive to the Italian community. No, but not even that. John just said how much, like, how good he was ECW, and that was literally his name in ECW, was little Guido. <laughs> as, as an Italian, it's okay. I'm pretty sure he's Polish. I'm Polish <laughs> too. No, I'm no Mike is, Mike is a mud. I'm, I'm sorry, he was I'm, <laughs> I am not uh, even close to Irish. I yeah, I, I am none of that. I'm, I'm English and uh Scandinavian basically. I'm German as shit. I'm, I'm Polish and Italian. Nordic. That's Mostly. what I'm looking for. Nordic. I'd never. I'm not gonna lie to you, Mike. I never would have thought Italian would have crossed. <laughs> Northern Italian is what I've, I've been told. Northern Italian, but I don't know. You should take a test. 
like I did. I like, should because you know, I was told I was I was told I was like a good percentage of Irish, and I've got like seven percent in me. These motherfuckers be lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I base like my whole identity is being an Irish ancestry person. I ain't got a lot of that. Well, shit. I know my my grandfather is is full was full Italian, and my grandmother was full Polish. He got un Italian. He, he was he was a full blooded Italian. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, going back to my thoughts here on this this match, I listened to your match. I don't think your match was stunning. Yeah, I'm also not. I don't. Jimmy Wang Yang versus Enzo Mori is not going to get me out of bed. Uh, <laughs> it's getting me out. <laughs> um, That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. I love the both Enzo of them motherfuckers. was a little flat. It was like some of the barbs were a little... I don't know if it was because you stumbled or if it, they just didn't hit like that. Um, I'll give you a 2.75. Um. I he's a mumble mouth bastard like I am. I see a bunch. That's all good, Damon. I got you. I see a bunch of promise here. I like the name of the faction. I would have much rather had somebody else other than Bruno, but I'm I'm the opposite. I would rather had somebody other than Nunzio because when you said these I, two matches, right. I'm almost sure you just went down his list and was like, he's Italian. He's Italian. He's Italian. <laughs> I ride for fucking uh, little Guido or Nunzio. I would have rather be little Guido. Um. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a four. It's pretty good. Uh, it's not like perfect, but okay. it's pretty damn good. Some of the bars were a little flat, but not like bad. They weren't like corny. They were just like a little bit less good than they would have been with real Enzo. Okay, go. The mic. I, I liked it. Um, I liked the people involved. I liked the surprise. I'm going. Four and a quarter. Mike, what does this mean? Now every time you Mike too. speaks, I'm thinking. You know what that means? Yeah, that yeah. means yeah. fuck, fuck you. Yeah. I've been, I was asking it. Mike said yeah. fuck, you too. fuck you. No, that's what it means. I was going to say, now every time Mike speaks, I'm just going to see this. Margariti. Okay, so. Wait, 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 wait. What was your number? Uh, time, Mike? I'm sorry, my fault. Uh, four and a quarter, I four think. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we cut back over to the commentary team, and Matt Stryker says he can't believe what he just witnessed. Enzo, Nunzio, and Bruno have joined forces to create Il Codici. Vampira says, here is here at TCW, we really will see things you never thought you would. Don West says, that attack was uncalled for. Stryker cuts him off and says, Wang doesn't look too hot, but, lo- but looks like he is refusing medical attention and making his way to the back on his own two feet. Which is a good sign. But don't go anywhere because we got plenty of more action. Remember, we're commercial free. Plus, I have a special uh, interview that I did uh, this morning with Tessa Blanchard. With your, oh, hell. That you're not going to want to miss. Vampira oh. Soul says, hold on. I just got told some breaking news. Next week, we will see for the first time, we will see the first of the qualifiers for the GCW World Heavyweight Championship when Carlito faces Brock Lesnar. Stryker then cuts. (laughs) (laughs) 
Brock Lesnar is out here getting beat up on everybody's shows. Bro, Brock Lesnar is a thought. And I will give you a spoiler. He loses. <laughs> he actually Brock gets Lesnar's washed. He gets and washed? He, he gets washed. by hey, my universe now. WWE is going to make him win everything. The book at first, he loses every, everywhere. <laughs> He's the demon jumper. So, uh, striker cuts in that it's going to be one hell of a match. But let's focus on this week because next up, we have a match that fe- features two competitors in our pure division. The winner of this match will make up one half of the match at Judgment Day to determine the first TCW pure champion. Um, it then cuts to a pre recorded um, video. You hear the voice of Barry Scott again explaining what the rules are um, as we see highlights from uh, some of Ring of Honor's pure matches. The rules are each wrestler has three rope breaks to stop submission holds and pinfalls during the match. After a wrestler exhausts his rope breaks, pit submission and pin attempts at, under the ropes by the... After a wrestler exhausts his rope breaks, submission and pin attempts under the ropes by the opponent... Um, Pin attempts under the ropes by the opponent are considered legal. So if you exhaust all your rope breaks, pins and submissions, you the, the rope won't break the hold or break the pin. Um, there are no close fist punches to the face allowed in a pure match. Only open hand slaps or chops to the face are allowed. Punches to other parts of the body, except for low blows, are permitted. The first use of a closed fist would get a warning, and the second would cause the wrestler to be penalized a rope break. If he's already out of rope breaks, he would be disqualified. Um, and then, just like every match, it is a 20 count by the referee if it goes to the to the floor. Um, so the package concludes with shots of some of the talent in the division. So we see like shots of Shane Douglas, Finley, Christian Cage, William Regal. Um, we then cuts back to Stryker, who says, I love a good, pure wrestling match, and I'm excited about this division. So without further ado, let's go to Ricardo, who's ready to introduce the, the competitors. I had that as a separate segment, but I'll just combine it um, with the match. So out first is Pete Dunn, who's wearing a black and red singlet and slides into the ring. Up next, we see William Regal wearing black trunks and a black coat with gold trim. Regal climbs and climbs onto the apron. He does the foot thing he does. Um and he climbs the into the respecting the mat, yeah. The match starts with both men agreeing to a test of strength. Excuse me. Regal at first appears to have the advantage, but excuse me, Dunn manages to get the upper hand and drives Regal down with his shoulders on the mat, which forces Regal to use his feet to kick Dunn away. Dunn smiles and invites Regal to another test of strength. The two block up again and start a chain that includes multiple pin attempts, headlocks, and go behinds and like um yeah like pin attempts and everything. Um at one point Dunn goes for the stomp to Regal's arm, but Regal manages to get out of the way and he slides out the ring. Dunn goes out the ring after Regal and the two trade elbow shots. Uh Regal Irish whips Dunn into the steel steps. Regal slides in at the count of 17 to break the count. Regal then puts Dunn's arm where the steps and the mat meet the ring post. He then kicks the step several times as Dunn screams out in pain. Uh, Regal picks up Dunn and throws him back into the ring and goes for the pin. But Dunn um, uses his foot to uh, puts his foot on the rope to break the count using one of his rope breaks. 
Regal then delivers several blows to Dunn with short elbows. He then hits him with a arm wrench slam, um, holding onto the arm, and then knee drops the arm. Regal then smirks and locks in a, a bow and arrow submission hold. Dunn is writhing in pain and struggling, but uses his uh, manages to shift his weight and get into a pinning position, forcing Regal to count it at two. Both men get up and Dunn levels Regal with a strike from the uh, with the uninjured arm, but then fires back with a hard left hand closed fist, causing the ref to issue a warning to Regal. Regal then goes for the lariat, but Dunn ducks under and hits a sit-out powerbomb um, with Regal getting the shoulder up at two. Dunn's shoulder is, uh, and arm is clearly uh, hurt. Then, then grabs Regal's hand and manipulates and bends his fingers back. He then bends his arm and stomps Regal's arm. Then Dunn then goes for the pin, but Regal kicks out, but Dunn immediately transitions into a crossface. Regal manages to get to the bottom rope, exhausting one of his rope breaks. As Dunn grabs Regal to get him back up, Regal hits a jawbreaker, followed by an exploder suplex. Regal then hits a running knee thumper and goes for the pin. Dunn kicks out at 2.9. Regal then lifts Dunn up to his feet and hits a standing tiger bomb, goes for the pin, and Dunn kicks out again. Regal is frustrated and then begins to land ground and pound. With this, and then in that ground and pound, he hits a series of hard, closed fist punches. The ref yells at Regal and takes away a rope break. So now Regal is down to one rope break. Regal goes back to Dunn, who is now busted open and hits a Regal cutter. Dunn manages to get his feet under the rope to break the count. So both both men are down to one rope break. Regal drags Dunn to the middle of the ring and locks in a Regal stretch. Dunn again manages to crawl to the bottom rope and break the hole, but he's now out of rope breaks. Regal lets go and immediately drags Dunn back into the middle of the ring and tries to lock it in again, but Dunn is able to keep uh, Regal from locking in the locking his hands in by manipulating and like bending his fingers. Regal lets go and backs up. Dunn then hits a series of, series of hard elbows, follow, followed by a snap release German suplex, but can't go right for the cover because of the injured arm. When Re- Dunn goes to pick up Regal, Regal grabs him for a small package, but Dunn manages to kick out at two. As they get up, Dunn hits a, uh, an elbow that levels Regal and then hits a bitter end and gets the pin. One, two, three. Pete Dunn has punched his ticket to become one half of the pure championship title match. Um, I'm going to just include the post-match in there, too. As Dunn is celebrating and making his way to the back, we see GM Arquette come on the Toxic Tron, and he sell, and he congratulates <laughs> he congratu- yeah, and he congratulates Dunn on his victory. He also informs Dunn that he's already decided who Dunn will face at Judgment Day, and it's a man that many call a masterpiece. Out comes Chris Chris Masters with Liv Morgan by his side. Masters and Dunn stand face to face. Master then shoves Dunn to the ground, who gets back up, and he goes after Masters, but security gets between the two um, as the camera, like, fades away. Okay. Um, I'll start this one. Um, This match, it was... uh, I'm not really a fan of these kind of matches. 
So I gave it a 2.5. I'm just not really a fan of the pure rules. And I'm not really, I don't know. I, I don't, William Regal versus Pete Dunn doesn't really, like the, the way he's talking about Jimmy Wang Yang and, and Enzo, that's kind of like me for this match. And I did hear out the match and everything. So it was cool. Like I say it was technical, but like I just that's not my style of wrestling. So yeah, I think yeah, I, person, yeah. I personally gave it a two point five. John. Sorry, I was muted. Uh there I go. Uh I'm in the same boat as Kenny as well. Um I it's not my style. I like Pete Dunn quite a bit. And Regal I like more as a character than in ring. Um and the, the what honestly, Regal versus Dunn was a better match than the one you're building towards. I like Masters. Um, I don't see the chemistry with him and Dunn very much. And Liv Morgan as a valet for Masterpiece, kind of weird. Uh, I, I just I don't see that plan. Yeah, weird. I like it. Toxic, weird, and weird. It's less promising than anything else I've seen tonight. So, uh, like, it's not horrible, but when you've set the bar so high tonight, this is where it's going to bite you when you have some serious mid like this because this is, like, this looks bad in comparison. So I'm going to give this a 2.5. Okay, I can live with that. I was not a fan of this. <laughs> um, I think that... While William Regal and Pete Dunn might have a good match, it's going to be boring. It's it's going to be too slow. There's not enough. There's nothing. There's nothing there for me to like. Get excited about. I like I like catches catch can wrestling in small doses. This whole thing would be that. And also, I really don't like that you're building Chris Masters into the. The pure division, maybe you can swing me that in like with character work or something, and it'll make sense later on down the road. But right now, I don't like that. And even more so, I hate that you're wasting Liv Morgan as a valet. And I, I got Liv some Morgan, shit planned for her. Liv Morgan and Chris Masters doesn't fit either. It doesn't. Like it's like this is E Girl and fucking Adonis. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't. Every Adonis want needs an E Girl. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm gonna give you a two. I didn't like this. Okay. Uh, I like the matchup. I like the people. I like the rules. I had no problem with it. I'll be honest. I'm giving you a five. Hey, Mike, you're the weirdest motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was not expecting fives left and right. Mike's like, I don't know, and then we give them all twos, and Mike's like, five. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected Mike. I'm pleasant, pleasantly surprised. I wouldn't have expected Mike to like that kind of match. He was he was unpleasantly surprised when I gave him a two. He thought for yeah. sure this is where he would get his five from. It's okay. What? What? Did John John say? Say? No, oh. I, was, I was asking Travis. What did, what did you give it? A two. Two. Okay. I just, I just didn't get your score. You uh, your thing cut out on my end. Gotcha. Okay. So next we have we cut back, we cut to the back, like the um locker room area, and we see Jimmy Wang Yang leaving the locker room. Backstage correspondent Joy Taylor says Yang or sees Yang and asks him for a, a real quick interview. 
Yang says, uh, sure. Taylor asks what his thoughts are after his match tonight and the post-match like beating he got. Yang says, he's been in the, I've been in this business for a while, and I understand night, nights like these, they kind of come with the territory, but they still suck. He says he was this close to punching his ticket to the Feast or Fired match. He says he doesn't know how many more of these nights he can take, uh, and you can tell he looks de- dejected. Um, Joy then said, thanks him for the interview. Uh, Yang is like limping away, obviously, because he got beat down. But he, as he's doing that, he accidentally bumps into a clearly already drunk Hangman Page, uh, and he po- apologizes. Page says, oh, or Page says, it's, it's no big deal, it's, it's fine, you're good. Page says, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 you, you look like you could use a beer or, or five. Uh, Yang says, yeah, I could. Heyman says, I know a bar a few a few blocks down the road co- called the Dirty Spoon. Dirty Spoon? <laughs> Heyman then pulls a beer out of his pocket and hands it to Yang, and the two Yang takes a sip, and the two start walking out the arena as Hangman has found seemed to find a new drinking partner. Is this it? Yeah, it's about a two minutes. Okay, wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. No, wait, no, wait. no. Let me start. Let me start. Let me start. Let me start. Yeah. <laughs> let me start. So I thought this was a break to commercial, and then no. I realized you don't have commercial. No, it's <laughs> no, commercial I free. I was like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> no commercial break here. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't like this because look, it's, it's a few things. I'm gonna say why I didn't like it, so you know I'm just not hating on you. Now, like I said, I thought it was a commercial because I thought you were doing that goofy shit on purpose. <laughs> no. <laughs> then, <laughs> Dirty Spoon made me laugh. <laughs> but, but, but I don't like... I've, I've never liked wrestling when they interview the loser. That's just me. I've never I've never liked that. Because really, you can't really say much besides, oh, I really tried out there. It wasn't for me. I, 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 don't, I don't like that. I feel like if you get your ass, what, you should interview the winner of the ass whooping so that way they we we understand why he's doing it or like where he's coming from like why did you whoop his ass like that so that's why i didn't like that's why i didn't for that okay. and then yeah that, the whole segment was just ah it's kind of supposed to be it's supposed to be corny yeah i was it was it was that <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna give i'm not gonna give you a, a point five like i know somebody's gonna give you but, yeah, but i'm gonna give you <laughs> i'm gonna give you a 1.25 i'm gonna give you a 1.25 okay. It was All bad, right. but it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, turn it was, shit off. It was funny. Not, the dirty school shit. It, it <laughs> I wasn't mildly annoyed. I was flat out disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew it was gonna come eventually. It was. Yeah, it was bound to come. It took a while, but we got it. <laughs> you took me on the highest of highs just to take me to the lowest lows. I hated this. It can't all be fives. The only redeeming quality of this. First of all, let's just start at the beginning. Can I get an interview with you? He was like, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be weak. Well, yeah, then, he's, like, he's, like, he's digesting. Like, he just got his ass whooped, and he's like, I guess I'll do the interview. I have Joe He's Rogan on my show. He's, they should be one in doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Joe Rogan got other words to say. It's <laughs> funny <laughs> <laughs> he bumped into the way he bumped into him. <laughs> then they went to the Rusty Spoon. I hate it yeah. here. No, he was just like, boom. Oh, sorry. The, the, the Dirty Spoon. spoon. Uh, you the Dirty drink? Spoon. That's the other thing. This is Brokeback broke Mountain already. <laughs> I, I just have, like... 
I didn't, I didn't say they were fucking. Calm down. You, you said the dirty spoon. The only dirty spoon I know of is, you know. That's gotta, just the name. Of, start that's, somewhere. Just, that's a sex position. That's just the name of the bar. That's a the sex dirty position. Spoon. You it's have two cowboys, two male cowboys going to a bar. He's going to give him a bar, right? Called the <laughs> fucking dirty spoon. Who's the top and who's the bottom? Adam Page is definitely the top. I was, Adam Page is definitely the top in this. <laughs> hey, John, um, what's your rating? Yeah, I'll give you a point five. I didn't say it out loud. I, I, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pull a mic here, actually. I'm going to be the one with the contrarian take because I didn't know the direction this was going to go in, and it didn't go in either of the ones I thought. Because at first, uh, when he started the promo, I thought this was going to be the beginning of, like, punished Jimmy Wang Yang. It goes through, like, this, like, dark heel turn and starts beating the fuck out of everybody. And I wasn't going to like that. And then when I thought he bumped into Drunk Hangman, that Drunk Hangman was going to whoop his ass and be a heel. And that Wang Yang was going to be on some bum-ass Baron Corbin shit. You didn't do that, which I wouldn't have liked very much. But I do like the tag team of Adam Page and Jimmy Wang Yang. I think that's actually kind of fun. The Dirty Spoon got a pop out of everybody. If the team isn't named the Dirty Spoons, I don't know what what to do. (laughs) I'd pop for it. I like it, and quite it frankly, it's gonna be cowboy shit. But I can change the name. I haven't actually introduced the name yet. Cowboy shit, split too. Her name is cowboy shit. Cowboy shit is the name of the town. I hate it. That's give I love that. Word. Take it. Tax him for his next. The like, kid, he's kid, be the rest. Write of that food. down, kid. I'm, I'm taxing him fifty cents for whatever it is next. You, vote. you can't do that. <laughs> it's well, it's Walter versus RVD again. <laughs> <laughs> What you can't even the kids? Hey, that shit's lit. I like this. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, it's not perfect. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Uh, I'm giving it a three point seven five. I don't think it really served much, but it was also just a short segment. So okay. that's wild. This is the most all over the place thing. This this one segment was John's entire pay per view. His entire <laughs> show. I mean, all over the place. Uh, okay, so we cut back to the commentary team where Don says, it looks like Hangman, or Don says, Hangman, Yang, save me a few. Uh, Vampiros. I just want to say, Keith is going to give the, the Hangman, Jimmy Wang Yang thing a five. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so Keith, as you're listening to this back, if you give him a five, send, send, a, yeah, Keith, uh, send an when, alligator emoji in the, in the book it chat. When you listen in three weeks. After we're on round two. Uh, Vampiro says that based off Don's commentary, he doesn't need any more alcohol. Don says he's just so pumped at how the night is going in the future of TCW. Stryker Stryker says, speaking of the future, here's my exclusive one-on-one interview with a woman many called the future of this business till her career took a sharp detour. Tessa... Blanchard. Oh, that's canon here. Okay. <laughs> racism. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her then, career took racism. And then <laughs> cuts toxic. It then cuts to a pre-recorded interview between Tessa and Stryker. So they're in like an interview, an office like setting. Um, sitting like across from each other. So Stryker mm. thanks Tessa for agreeing to this. Tessa says uh, she's happy to finally get a chance to share her side of the story. Stryker says that Tessa, you were on top of the world. You were uh, you were about the challenge for the Impact World Championship, and you had a groundswell of support from across the industry until you had some very disturbing allegations. Mm. Yeah, false allegations, oh. defamation of my character. Striker says, "Be that as it may, you were accused of racism, bullying, 
You've denied all of these, but why don't you clarify exactly what happened? Tessa then says, first of all, I not only challenged for the Impact World title, I won it. But days before I start getting messages... Of course you changed the subject. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. But days before I start getting messages and texts accusing me of being racist and a bully, which both couldn't be further for the truth. You Mm -hmm. want the truth? A jealous bitch, and she knows who she is, decided Mm. that since her career was stuck in the mud, mud to try and pull me down and make false accusations and downright hurtful allegations against me. She don't I'm, the vic- I'm the victim. I'm the furthest away from racist. You see, I have several black friends who know who the real <laughs> Tessa is. But at this point, I don't really care because I won't let anybody ruin my career. Nobody. Mm. But what about the allegations of bullying in the locker room? Oh, the bullying thing? This is professional wrestling, wrestling, not little league. And Jimmy boys in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person in the locker room wants to be the top dog, but the difference between people like me, who's a winner, and the losers is that I don't care who I have to climb over to get to the top. I was about to say again, people like them. This, this, <laughs> again, this all stems from jealousy. Isn't it ironic that days comes up, days before, or all this comes out? Days before the biggest match of, of my career. You're you're a smart guy, Matt. Doesn't that sound very suspicious to you? This is cancel culture at it again. Striker then says, well, <laughs> the timing of the allegations was peculiar, but I don't think it's fair to say that it was all about jealousy. Plus, you did have the issues after you won the title where they had to strip you of the title. <laughs> then what was it, Matt? Because I've never been a bully. Ruthlessly ambitious, yeah, but a bully, no. Plus, we're all adults. This isn't kindergarten. We shouldn't be going crying to our mamas or Twitter yeah. because Tessa yeah. was mean to me. Talk that Donald Trump shit. Also, also <laughs> we all know Impact has always been a train wreck. They unjustly stripped me now of, my, of my <laughs> title because I was worried about travel during a <laughs> pandemic. But I'm the bad guy. You know what? I'm, yes. You know what? I'm getting pissed off. So I'm done talking about the past. What else do you want to know? <laughs> I want to get this wrapped up. I got stuff to do. So let's talk about the future. When I add the TCW Women's Championship to my list of accomplishments, Striker then says, "Well, at Judgment Day, there will be a Queen of the Mountain match to determine the first Women's Champion in TCW." What are your thoughts on that match? I obviously plan to be in that match and I'm going to win that match and prove why I'm the only woman to win a world title in one of the major companies. I was the queen of impact and now I will be the queen of TCW. And there's not a woman on this roster or any roster for that matter, who is better than me. Not one. And one last thing I want to address all you twittiots and you internet trolls. I want you to know that I can't be canceled. And at Judgment Day, I will remind everyone that diamonds are forever, and so is Tessa Blanchard. Striker then thanks Tessa for her time, and the interview ends. Travis got to go first. And this is about uh, five minutes. So if the the world blows up, 
Oh, it's gonna be like just cockroaches and Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> yeah, and Twinkies and Twinkies yes. and Twinkies. And Twinkies. Yeah. yeah, Tessa Blanchard, Twinkies and cockroaches. cockroaches. She's kind of <laughs> built like a cockroach, so. Uh, <laughs> Bro, <this> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't like this one the most. You went, you went so high for so long and then just crashed. It's TCW, man. TCW, all or nothing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's nothing. First review. <laughs> Go ahead and mark me down for two quarters. Because okay. I didn't like this. I don't like oh, that you use Tessa Blanchard. I don't like the how you use Tessa Blanchard. I don't like. Yeah, she's I, I got to She's a heel. I gotta agree yeah, because I, it's I, like, I like this. Like I understand being a heel and like it's your character, but when you real like a real life like fucking racist <laughs> and you're trying to use that as an angle, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that. It's in bad taste. It's like it's like Vince yeah. McMahon when when he does certain things and it's just in bad taste. It's just like ah, so we yeah, are I toxic. Know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he is, <laughs> he is. Yeah, so no, I, we I, are. I got to give it a point five as well. Like I, I, I was entertained, but I know like that, so that's why. It, I said, bump it up to a dollar. <laughs> you were entertained. No, no, I, I was entertained, but the fact that her being racist and all shit's canon. Because I was gonna, I was gonna give you, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna give her a pass if she wasn't like that, but you're like, no, she's she's like this. So I'm like, damn. So they knew, so they signed her knowing she was like this. She, she's leading it. She's leading it. She's denied the. She's denying the allegations. Don't you know she has uh, black friends? Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like I said, that's uh, it's, it's funny, but it's just like, ah, uh, like that's not the I most. Will say, Damone, you wrote a good promo. Like, <laughs> like. No, I'll, I'm gonna roast you. Don't get me wrong; it's coming. But <laughs> your delivery was good. What you were delivering <laughs> was what you So you literally gave Jeff Bezos Amazon delivery of the Dookie. <laughs> like you got that shit to my door pronto. You delivered it well, but that shit was ass, man. Like you've done so good to this point, and I've rode for you in some times that others couldn't. I can't ride for this. Um, <laughs> Because, to Banks. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Like, <laughs> one, like, it's okay to touch on. I'm, I'm in the minority on this take. Is I do think it's okay to touch on real life issues like I racism agree. and things like that in wrestling, but it shouldn't be real life racists doing it. It should be people no, that I, actually have that. a clean reputation in real life so that you can separate the character from that. So let's say if you make fucking, I don't know, um, like let's say let's say Jeff Hardy does like a fucking ra- racist angle tomorrow. He's from North Carolina. Why not? But we know he's not like that in real life, so that's fine. You should have done John Cena. He's from Boston. Uh, that's also no. a valid point. He's a Celtics fan, like Travis. Um, <laughs> so, but with Tessa Blanchard, she's actually a piece of shit. She doesn't deserve to be getting paid money. She doesn't deserve to be having her side of the story, though being presented in a bad way. She doesn't deserve to make those arguments on TV. She doesn't deserve that opportunity. Um, she's the. She's the- She's the villain in this story. So yeah, she, yeah, but she's, she's still getting the opportunity to advocate for herself when we know that that is bullshit and she shouldn't get that opportunity uh, just from a social standpoint. And it's just it's just really poor taste. And to the people that she's bullied and done that shit to, they're watching her make racks and argue her case on TV while they're fucking getting they no contract. She's making. Yeah. Uh, fuck, when you know what she would say? Fuck them. <laughs> you want to say fuck this <laughs> this is getting a point five for me too nice pod nice versus tessa blanchard who wins nice pod because <laughs> is at least self-aware i've got to disagree with them i think that 
that bringing in the real life drama adds to your adds to to your story, adds the controversy, adds to her flame, makes her more of a heel. Uh, I'm going with a four point two five. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he would have given you a five if she said the n word. Because you know what, I would also be yelling and screaming at the TV, saying "fuck this," and. You'd be realize, hoping she get she, her, she gets her. I realize, yeah, hoping she's gonna no, get. I'd be hoping the company goes bankrupt. <laughs> so is this gonna be like? So wait, wait. So, but that doesn't work. I don't know because remember it when does, this man, no, because remember this like, with the Bret Hart, and then Bret Hart got his get back, and no, nobody liked it. Like, it, like, well, it's like be, well, it was be, it was because Bret was fucking ancient. So I don't know. I'm I think it, I think if it happened like earlier, I don't think it would have been as bad. But anyway, it's a risk. I took it. You did. <laughs> you yeah. did. Swing for the fences. Um, sometimes so, you strike out. Sometimes you strike out. So, <laughs> uh, so that and like I said, that's about five minutes. So we cut back to the commentary team where very Piero says Tessa made some very controversial statements, but she is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Striker says she is, but I don't know if she wrote the check with her mouth that she can't cash. Don says, well, I have to see it at Judgment Day. Donald Trump's cashing it. <laughs> Stryker says, uh, but up next, it's time for the main event of the evening. The first ever death champion will be crowned in a match, uh, first of its I kind match. This bullshit. A barbed wire <laughs> battle royal. Battle royal. Now let's Simone started with three fives and he's going to end with three point fives. <laughs> <laughs> Where some of the com- com- uh, competitors are already in the ring. Already in the ring, we have Hardcore Holly, Crash Holly, Spike Dudley, Pentagon Dark, Nick Gage, Sue Young, Abdullah the Butcher, the original Sheik, Abyss, Daphne, Rosemary, and Terry Funk. Oh, wait, wait, I got a question. I got a question. Okay. Yes. So you said they're already in the ring. So people want to come out and have entrances. So yes. how are they going to get in the ring? Is, 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 they is the slide bar- under. But isn't that bar- like uh, It's barbed wire, but like the... Like the there's ropes, enough for the you, ropes. The, the ropes are barbed wire, so you there's enough for you to like slide under the bottom rope to get in the ring. It, it sounds dangerous. Unless Daniel Cormier <laughs> or Dusty Rose comes out. It just sounds yeah, so unless dangerous. yeah, that's why Abdullah had to get in already. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say because Abdullah Bush is big. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a big boy. Out, out comes Tommy Dreamer uh, to a round of applause, and he slides into the ring. Um, out next is Matt Cordo- Cardona to a reign of booze as he carries the ECW TV title to the ring with him. Yeah, fuck ECW. <laughs> we see the lights go out for the... For, we see the <laughs> lights flash and go out for a moment, but then they come it's right back man. on, and there's no one there. Everyone's, like, pretty confused, um, and the commentary team apologizes. They don't know. Maybe we're having technical difficulties. Uh, but out next is Mick Foley. Uh, lastly, we hear Natural Born Killers play through the arena, and out comes New Jack with the shopping cart full of weapons. He starts chucking them into the ring, slides in with a garbage can lid, and just starts whacking people with the with the lid. <laughs> Everyone whacking just them. starts whacking them. Uh, everyone starts beating the shit out of each other with closed fists, chair shots to the head, just chaos ensues. So I'm not, I'm gonna give you major spots, but I'm not gonna go like every single elimination. Okay. So Abdullah the Butcher grabs Spike, Lifts him up and then chucks him over the top rope, and Spike lands hard on the ground, uh, like hard. Uh, Hardcore Holly and Crash try and work together to 
attack Abyss, but he manages to over <laughs> uh, he manages to overpower them and clotheslines both of them to the mat. Um, he then takes Hardcore Holly's head and rakes it against the barbed wire, opening him up. Uh, Pentagon runs at Abdullah and hits several barbs or hard elbows and that wobble him. Then Pentagon drop kicks him and Abdullah wobbles, but he doesn't go down. So he does the like the big guy like wobble thing. Dreamer <laughs> teams up with Pentagon and they both drop kick him at the same time. And Abdullah falls back first into the barbed wire. Um, Nick Gage slides out of the ring and he goes to grab something from under the ring. He grabs a stapler and slides back into the ring. He goes after New Jack, who manages to kick him in the balls. Um, New Jack grabs the stapler, and he staples Gage's private area as he rives in pain. <laughs> I love uh, Jack forever. <laughs> uh, Mick lands uh, a double-arm DDT onto a stop sign on Terry Funk, but is immediately hit in the back where the barbed wire bat by Abyss, who then hits a black hole slam. Um, Abdullah staple or stabs Nick Gage in the forehead with a fork, then picks him up and clotheslines him out of the out of the ring, eliminating him from the match. Daphne and Rosemary team up against Sue Young. Um, they try and double suplex her on top of a chair, but she manages to fight them off. But she turns around into a black hole slam by Abyss. Decay, which is Abyss, Rosemary, and Daphne, lift her up and they throw her out. So Sue Young's eliminated. Uh, everyone gangs up on Abdullah to try and get him out. He's the biggest person in the match. Uh, they take turns whacking him with steel chairs. Um, Abdullah again falls into the barbed wire ropes, and everyone works together to lift him up and throw him out of the ring. And Abdullah is eliminated. The camera cuts into Abd- like you can see Abdullah's back. And you can just see blood and like cuts and everything. Um, Pentagon hits a Mexican destroyer on the original Sheik. Then sling blade, then a sling blade on Abyss. He then does zero miedo and hits a springboard cutter on Tommy Dreamer. And yes, he does it on the bar, with the barbed wire. Um, Hardcore Holly hits a Alabama slamma into the barbed wire on Mick. Um, so he like Alabama slams him into like the ropes of the barbed wire on Mick. While Crash tries to do the same to Dreamer, but Dreamer counters and hits a pile driver instead. Uh, Matt Cardo- Cardona gets the TV title and cracks Dreamer in the head with it, busting him open. He then throws Dreamer out of the ring to a chorus of boos. Uh, when he turns around, New Jack cracks him with a light tube. Uh, Crash Holly goes to clothesline Funk, but um, Funk counters with a drop toe hold, and Crash Holly goes face first into a bunch of tacks. Um, so I'm gonna kind of skip. I'm gonna skip ahead to the final four. The final four are New Jack, Mick Foley, Terry Funk, and Matt Cardona. Um, New Jack has Cardona in the corner and he's beating him up or beating him down while talking shit. He goes and grabs to grab a trash can, but a bloody Matt kicks him in the nuts and throws him into the corner. He then beats him down and puts a trash can on his head. Matt hits a broski a broski boot on New Jack. He then gets New Jack up. And he dumps over the top rope, and New Jack is eliminated. As this is happening, Funk and Terry are brawling on the outs- other side of the ring. Um, Funk gets the upper hand and hits a pile driver on Mick and tries to get him up, but Mick is too big. Plus, Funk has already lost a lot of blood. Matt now 
that New Jack is out comes over and offers to help. As he's trying to get him, uh, as they are trying to get him out or get Mick out, Matt tries to eliminate Funk instead. So he does like the turn, like the double turn, tries to eliminate Funk, but Funk then actually manages the counter and he throws Matt to the apron. Matt and Funk trade shots until Funk bites him and then rakes his eyes or his head against the barbed wire and manages to push him off the apron. So it's down to Funk and Mick. Funk turns around and Mick has made it to his feet. The two sometimes friends, sometimes foes, then start trading punches to each against with each other. Mick goes for the double arm DDT, but Terry counters it and locks in the sleeper hold. Mick tries to break out, but can't. Striker questions the strategy because if he puts him to sleep, how is he going to get him over the top rope? Uh, Mick manages to grab a kendo stick that's in the ring, whacks Terry in himself, so he's like whacking like this, and in the process, like whacking himself and Funk until Funk breaks the hold. Terry goes to Mick and hits a hangman, a hangman's neck breaker. Terry then goes to the corner where there's a two by four. Terry pulls a lighter out of his pocket or out of his like tights. And sets the two by four on fire. Uh, he swings it at Mick, but Mick ducks and locks in a mandible claw. He drives Funk back first into the barbed wire. Mick tries to force Terry over the ropes, like he's holding him with the with the claw and like trying to force him over. Um, but Funk low blows Mick. Mick takes two steps back and he charges at Terry. Terry manages to grab barbed wire and pull it, causing Mick to go over the top rope into the ground with his own momentum. So Terry Funk begins to celebrate, but then the lights go out again. When they come back on, we see the demon Finn Balor holding Terry Funk in position for a bloody Sunday, which is the lifting single underhook DDT. Uh, Finn drags Terry to over to where the, t- the two by four is still on fire and he hits the bloody Sunday onto it. He then pulls out wire cutters and cuts a piece of the barbed wire off and wraps his hand, the barbed wire around his hand. He then proceeds to beat Funk with punches mm-hmm. until Funk stops moving. Finn then grabs Funk by his bloody or uh, bloody hair. Finn then licks the blood off Funk's face and then puts him in position for another Bloody Sunday. But this time, he does it into the barbed wire ropes. Funk is gets stuck, though. like on, He's, like, hanging on the outside because um, there's a piece of, like, barbed wire. So he's, like, in his back, so he's dangling. Uh, Finn then backs up, and he hits a, gets a running start and hits a shotgun drop kick, um, f- causing Funk to fall to the ground with, like, a piece of his back ripped from his flesh. So the winner of the match and the first ever TCW Death Champion is the Death Demon, Finn Balor. Uh, one of the referees reluctantly hands Finn the, t- the title as Balor stands in the middle of the ring victorious with the title as medical crews attend to Funk. Uh, Finn holds the title as he as we fade to black. And that's the end of the show. This is way too much for me. <laughs> uh I'll I'll go first. Uh I don't have a number but I have some comments. I know I have some things I need to criticize. I, was, I, got, I got a number. I feel like actually Kenny, you go first. You have a number. I don't. Okay. 
already wasn't that excited for the match. I knew this was going to be like kind of meany, but this match is honestly just disgusting. <laughs> like, I mean, it was exactly. Creative. It made my stomach hurt. Yeah, I was. It was creative. Stuff you said was creative. Like, it was so creative. In fact, I can visualize this shit, and it was disgusting. And I, I it was kind of, I kind of knew it was going to happen when you said the the, the flash. I was like, okay, that's Finn Balor. I, I called I, it. I literally said it out loud. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. But see, yeah, yeah I, I said it's the demon. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear you either. So yeah, yeah. Was, I didn't hear. It. But see, yeah, I, I was like, okay, that's the demon. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then I don't like the hardcore matches or death match. I'm sorry, no, it's not any hardcore. That's a death match. It's a death match with fucking females involved too. And it's like, I don't why, know. Why it's, can't females have death matches? Can no, you? No, I don't think anybody should have death matches. No, 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 no it's just. They want the title too. I'm surprised you didn't do anything stupid like have them staple their tits together or something like no, that. I mean, that's he, the, I mean, he did have the man has. whack himself in the face with a kendo stick. <laughs> yeah, and, and had somebody's testicles stapled. So, yeah, it was it was a lot. Like it was just disgusting. And then like for him to just win with a shotgun dropkick and his back is still stuck to the damn turnbuckle or rope, whatever. Was that one that's just a disgusting image. And I would be watching this like, oh, <laughs> like, don't forget, don't forget, Finn licked the blood off of. Yeah, yeah, that um, part too. Yeah, I was saying it was stop, a, it was a of, You're making it worse. Stop it. Don't remind me. I remember all this stuff. So, <laughs> so, so I'm saying why you got the score you got. I'm giving you a 0.75, and that 0.25 is for creativity for this nasty. Okay. Like I so said, you because you got to you got to the point where I visualized this shit. I didn't visualize any of the other matches, but I visualized everything that fucking happened this nasty ass <laughs> match. That shit was gross. <laughs> uh, everything Kenny said except for I didn't like this at all. I didn't like I didn't don't know you don't even get points of creativity for me because I did I did not like this shit at all. You you guessed right, Demon. This is disgusting. <laughs> not for me. I so hated it. It literally made disgusting. my stomach hurt. Good. Trevor, say the quote. Say say my quote. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mildly annoyed. I was flat out disgusted. <laughs> Fifty cents. It's uh, so, never fit more than right now. I love the fact that it was a throwaway phrase for me, but that was like a line now for the. <laughs> I actually have a few le- more legitimate complaints. I think the wrong per more legit. Like, oh, oh, more legitimate. As in, like I'm not just hating your, on your this opinion, because it- your opinion isn't more important than mine. <laughs> let me let me explain. I get what he's, where he's going. It's not so, just, I don't like that match, so it's getting a point five. Yeah, it's not based on the merit of like what the match is. It's based on things you did with the match that could have actually made it better. Okay. Uh, you had the wrong final two. Okay. The people who you eliminated three and four should have been your final two because every person from back into KEW in the first book at verse. Every time there's a hardcore death division or some shit like that, besides when I did it on the GOAT, um, always leads to fucking Mick Foley and Terry Funk. Be original. Well, technically, do something technically, they new. weren't the final two. They're well, you get what I mean. Three. Yeah, well, well, I'm going to get to that. But uh, <laughs> was fucking Terry Funk. Was I'm going to fucking get to that. But <laughs> Matt Cardona and New Jack should have been the final two because that would have actually been a somewhat original idea, and Funk and Foley is not. Uh, then the Spin Balor shit. Oh my god. Uh, I well, one, how is he legally an entrant when nobody fucking knows he's there? Like, did they Rock sign off on him just showing up at the last minute? 
No, no, Brock technically he had his entrance. But, but for yeah, every, every other entrance, there was one. Like I said, we didn't hear anything. We just saw the, we saw the, uh, the lights flash. So, yeah, so that, was his, his, that was yeah. technically his entrance, his entrance saying he's in the match. And he was signed to the match. It's just none of the other competitors knew. Well, that's an unfair advantage. But I mean, somebody. So there's he demon. Brought, he used, oh, he used it's, Brock Lesnar's move, John. It's 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 an Undertaker thing. Do. Undertaker yeah, does that all the time. Like he yeah. would just appear in shit. When they give me an example. Ninety. A lot of his career, where he would just pop well, up out of for no promos fucking and like fights, yes, but not for like actually not like for matches. matches. And especially not battle royals, where like you're supposed to know like the list of entrants and stuff like that. I guess. So, like, it, it literally, if the company knew he was in the match and allowed him to do that, it would be an unfair advantage. And why would this demon guy be in the pockets of, like, corrupt m moguls, you know? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I don't <laughs> – I think he's above this title. Like, because the promo you had for him earlier, that sounds like somebody who could oh, be I going for 100%. a world title yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. I feel like he's above this, which I get, like, a demon going for the death belt because, you know, he's evil, whatever. But, like, Dang. he feels above this. Uh, and the licking his <laughs> face. What the fuck was that? Besides the bloodborne pathogens. Like, that's so <laughs> gross. It's uh, supposed to be gross. <laughs> it serves no purpose, though. Like, he just licks a motherfucker. Like, you would hate a BJ uh, Penn match. It's like roast that he's licking another man's blood. That's all. Yeah, point. but, like, like it, it doesn't harm him. He's, like, almost like kissing him at that point. If he had, like, poured salt on his tongue, it would have made more sense. But this makes no what? fucking sense. <laughs> at least with the salt, it would no, hurt. I, I, that it would hurt at that point. No, that would have made it hurt, actually. I get, no, Licking okay. somebody don't make it hurt. Yeah. I get what you're going for, John, no. but that was not the right the right move. No, no, you get what I mean? No. What does just licking a guy do for anything? No, nothing. It's, 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 not, it's, it's not about making him hurt. It's about showing that you don't I don't. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I will. I don't so, care. That's stupid. I hate that. Hurt him. I mean, I mean, he actually he, hurts him. He, he did hurt him right after. That's a horror movie villain, though. That's that. That's that's what that is. A horror movie villain. So so I get that part. It's just I mean the weird I thing. Like I I would I would be pissed if I seen somebody put salt on their tongue before they licked somebody. Yeah, in a that would have been, been worse. That would have fucking hurt. At least it would have been useful. <laughs> <laughs> It's not about being useful. Rate the match, John. Rate the, the match. Thing. What's the number? It had some redeeming qualities, but not enough. I'm going to give it a one. Okay. Not quite two quarters, but you <laughs> got four. Damone, I thought you were going to win this week, and I'm I'm not positive you you even beat John now. The numbers, no, he's, he, he's beating me. The numbers, the numbers are crazy on this event. Like I said, I'm going for fives or point fives. No, literally, that's what that's what it's looking like here. It's like it's like five, I think five, he's still, five, two, I think five, he still squeaks and wins, but it's gonna be way closer than I thought. I thought he was gonna come out of this destroying us. I think it's gonna be way closer now. All right, Mike, give him your five since we all hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hate it like everyone else. Oh, I, thought I thought uh working it in from earlier made sense. Uh I'm giving it a four. <laughs> Mike's gonna be the reason Mike. he really beats our ass. <laughs> yeah, it's a death yeah, man. It's a death title. You're gonna see death shit. Also, I'm not fucking changing it. You're getting this fucking death division, and you're gonna fucking like it. Or not. Oh, you're hey, fucking oh, gay. Hey, hey, talk your shit. Don't change shit. I ain't changing shit yeah. either. I'm not changing shit either, but I'm just telling you, I'm not I'll take I'll get the death division, but I'm not gonna like it. 
You're going to continue to get these 50 cents. You keep sta- yeah. stapling balls and licking blood. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I got some other hand with a kendo stick. He's like. <laughs> he's he's my concerns. Oh, he's I forgot about that. He no, stabbed somebody. Somebody got stabbed with a fork. Abdul, that's what, that was Abdul in the Butcher's actual move. He would stab people with a fork. I'm aware. I it felt like I, I was watching. I gave you a duel of the butcher. You don't think I knew? <laughs> Jamal, it felt like I was watching Brazzers. You had a new one. <laughs> 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 what what channel of Brazzers are you watching, Kenny? Maybe, maybe, you know, you know the hit on their face. It wasn't. It wasn't. The, it wasn't the Kendo stick. It was. A, it was a disco yeah, stick. Not a Kendo stick. It was, it was, it's, it's private parts, like you said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> didn't say private parts. I hated that. It was me. <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's, TC, that's, that's, that's TCW Wednesday Night Reckoning. I hate so TCW. Your, your, your new death champion is... is I feel death, like I would watch the TCW. Death demon, <laughs> the death demon Finn Balor. I would watch TCW for the first 20 minutes that I turn it off. <laughs> exactly. Yes. The first hey. the first hour is dope. The second hour, don't watch that shit. Yeah. Hey, we, hey, we got an hour out of you watching it. So, uh, all right. Who so, else is on Wednesdays? Isn't Mike on Wednesdays? Probably. Your show probably starts in the second hour. Wait, Mike, you don't know what's on? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm just work here. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. We don't even know who owns Mike's company yet. Um, <laughs> you don't know who owns mine either. I can it's tell you who owns the, mine. It's the raw general manager. Who is? I told you. Shane, Shane McMahon owns mine. Oh. oh, I think he's about to say Shayna Baszler. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> she came into some money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, next no. week, we've got Travis, right? Is that? Yep. No. Yeah. Yep. PTC. Uh, take over one shot at glory. All right. So we're going to go ahead and do plugs. Fudge. <laughs> Bad guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> check me out on uh, Bad Guy Spoken on all social medias. Um, I, all my shows are on YouTube's, um, under the Bad Guys Spoken Podcast. You, see, you, you hate that? Yeah, I hate when you say YouTube's. That's, that's what I do every time. YouTube's and the Twitches. So, uh, YouTube's <laughs> on YouTube, uh, under uh, Bad Guys Spoken Podcast. You'll see my podcast there. Um, you'll see Unbiased Podcast of the football show. Um, you'll see uh, us eating various foods on there for uh, Food Truck Fridays. Uh, we try so you don't have to. Pizza connoisseurs and wing connoisseurs coming soon. And um, yeah, there's all kind of shows on there. Jukebox, you want to uh, see any album reviews and just and me playing video games. Just everything's on there. And uh, check out uh, what you call it t13media.com. Travis? Uh, follow me on all social media at I A M T R A V V Y T. That's at I am Travis T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on the on I be tweeting and TikToking, so you can follow me on both at Dumb Money T13 D A M O N E Y T number one number three. Follow me on both. Find me on Twitter Hi Fi underscore Mike. Find me on TikTok Hi Fi Mike. There's no underscore. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13Media.com. That's the letter T. Oh, the number one. I forgot how it is. <laughs> Letter T, number one, three spelled out, media.com. Um, and give us five-star review on Spotify and Apple. 
And if it's not five star, fuck off. Like Finn Balor would say, or like Tessa Blanchard would say. Tessa <laughs> <laughs> Blanchard would say something else. Because she, she cannot be canceled. Hey, hey Damone. Yes. You had us in the first half. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not gonna lie. Damone, if you choke this lead and lose to either me or Kitty, I'm gonna be mad at you actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why is why is John laying there like a thought? Show me some thigh. I hate it. Hey, all right. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Sorry, usually like I thought the one week two. My back hurt. <laughs> all right. And that was book it. See ya. It was literally October. Bye.